0: 10, 9, ignition sequence start. 1.
1: Welcome to the Alien Probe podcast. Now is the only cognitive illusion, but also a mathematical trick, related to how we define space and time quantitatively. One way of seeing this is to recognize that the nation. Of present, no, excuse me, notion of present Nation. is sandwiched between past and future. It's, is simply a simple hoax. That from the book Identified Flying Objects, which we talk about, Tempestrials, Extra Tempestrials. Today is October 23rd and it is <laughs> Sunday. I'm Doug and this is Dr. Bill. And boy, that was a struggle to get through. How's it going, Bill? Yeah. Bro? Hey, how are you? Good, I'm living the dream, oh yeah, I bet sunday sunday sunday, Sunday,
0: Sundays Sunday's Football a good day, day for and... this,
1: good day for this do you like I didn't mind that actually was okay I should think you know, about we should think about maybe what?
0: we should consider it
1: because, you know it gives you a Saturday. More relaxed. Saturday seems like I've worked all week and then I'm jamming in sun Saturday morning, maybe more relaxing, but it doesn't make us talk any less before you. We... <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: story. um so let's think about doing s- Sunday. Yeah, Saturday's a day to relax and prep, prep, prep. We'll yeah, pre-prep. Debbie, Debbie has a thing though. She
1: takes Max for a walk at the river on Saturday. She might be able to change that. I'll ask her about it.
0: Yeah, look at look because into because I like
1: it. making the wife happy. Look you know, into it. It's all about it.
0: Yes, that's important. So,
1: what do we got this week? We got a couple. We got a couple different things mm-hmm. this week that we that we uh, have been talking about one is uh ryan, ryan do you rogan typically hmm. joe rogan i love but his stuff lasts his he does this every day
0: you realize that he, like three hours i think he um, does an episode a day doesn't he or a couple of weeks i don't follow joe rogan because he's sort of no i don't follow him either but he he's gotten uh, this he's gotten safe and that's that's because oh that's because he went to Spotify. Well, yeah. there's big money involved, so he's got to be he can't. Um, he's talked about this. He can't. He says whenever they have somebody on the show, they got to vet him to make sure that you know nothing's going to come back at him and all this other crap. So yes. he's he's before he didn't know what was going to happen, and there was sort of wacky stuff or wacky people, but now everyone's sort of safe and uh, mainstream and mundane. And so he had uh, Ryan Graves, which was an yeah. F, what, what planes were F they a flying? F-A-18 pilot. F-A-18? F F-A-18. Yeah, 18. the jet. And yeah, then yeah. Ryan's, yeah.
1: Ryan's. Yeah, yeah. Ryan's talked about the fact he has seen these things at a distance. I mean, he hasn't really. Well, they, the new thing now is they turn on the flare and, F, and they're able to see these things. But what was um interesting to me is that he talked about one of the um, flight crews that went up when they were on the west coast down down by our favorite San Diego area, but they were about one hundred and fifty miles off the coast, I think, and two f a eighteens were flying. It wasn't him, but they were flying in formation, and the lead caught this thing and it flew right in between them and it was a black square And this is new to me i don't know if you've heard of this description i have a black square yeah encased in a sphere clear sphere yeah and it was only i think he said 15 feet they estimate wide i don't know if was, i don't think it was 50 but they have to fly 100 feet apart
0: but 500 feet is it five hundred or? I, I thought, thought he said a hundred.
1: I think it's a hundred because I, I said if it was fifty, he would have been able to squeeze through. Okay, but if they're in formation, they can do. 100. So the lead pilot can take. He can look around and look at stuff, but the guy that's behind yeah. him and he's to the he's, right or left. Yeah, he's focused on the right. He's focused, on and he on has it. to make sure not he's not hitting him. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, he so he's... this guy can't look at stuff. So this thing flies through anyway. So they get back to the carrier. And he said he knew something was wrong. Ryan was there for this. Mm-hmm. He says he knew something was wrong because they got back down to the ready room, the flight room. And he was still in all of his gear. And usually they strip everything out immediately. And he was talking to the the uh, wing commander, I guess, and about this thing that he saw. And it freaked just freaked him because it flew right between the two jets. I and mean, they're pretty close. And it's like at that point they're talking about it being, you know, really a problem with navigation in the air. I mean, is this thing gonna be running into us? Or, you know, I don't think so, but mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. nobody knows anything about these things or what they're doing.
0: Well I don't well, one, know. One of the things he did point out is that they didn't start seeing these things until they got the new radar units.
1: The FLIR, well, it's... It's new. They, they it had out? new radars
0: yes. were installed, and that they weren't seeing these with the old radar systems. And I'm curious. I would really like to know what was the difference between the old radar systems and the new radar systems, and why they are suddenly able to see this. And another thing that bothered me about... Well, it bother, all bothers me, but this... <laughs> um The Navy has been seeing weird stuff like this for... Ten years, six, eight to ten years, yeah. and he, he talked about. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, he's talking about that admiral from admiral of the ship because aircraft carriers are yeah. admirals now. The uh, the captain of the aircraft carrier is an admiral, or he might have. I didn't admiral. know that. I was
1: wondering why the He said the admiral came. Down. I go. Is that a flagship or something? But they, they're uh, the captain. They're this, admiral is always that. On? They yeah. have. I don't Unless know. the carrier is always, I, you know, the, the command ship and the Admiral's on it. That may be what it is.
0: That may be what it is. I'd have to look at that.
1: Because, you know, remember the hunt for Red October and, you know, um, Fred, whatever his name was, was the. I think he was an Admiral and he was on the ship. And then the other guy, there's a captain on board also. Yeah. Of course, there's more than one, i sure, But he was not the commander of the ship. Anyway, so off that. But yeah, I know what you're going to say, but go ahead.
0: What was I going to say?
1: He said that he's he. They showed it to him. They brought him down to see the uh, yeah yeah command and control intelligence area, yeah. and he simply humped, went, huh. 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 seen yeah, huh. and walked after 15 seconds of watching this, and just turned around and walked I, out. And I'm
0: not, I'm not jeopardizing my career with this shit. <laughs>
1: well, they said what Ryan said. He goes, it was pretty obvious that he's seen this before. You know, this isn't the first time. Yeah.
0: Well and it bothers and that me.
1: that was the tic tac thing, right? Or is that Yeah,
0: or the or the gimbal. And it, it bothers me because the Navy's been seeing unusual activity for eight years and then they don't uh they don't track it. They don't try to monitor it. They don't try to investigate it. They're just ignoring it. So we're having strange craft, strange, highly advanced craft investigating or around our military ships and they're just pretending they're not there. It's like, what's, yeah. what's they're pretending it's not happening. I mean, they have the resources. You have an intelligence, you have a dedicated assigned intelligence team on the carrier that jumps into action when this stuff happens and you do follow-up they got the resources. Oh, I don't, uh, although I don't know now, I just saw a report which was came out from some think tank that says, our military needs more money, so because our military is in bad shape. Really? Yeah, the billion, the trillion dollar budget isn't enough for them to do their job. So they need more money. We're not doing this fifty dollar or five hundred dollar hammer thing we used to, do, right? Oh, <laughs> actually, one of the <laughs> things I remember that I wonder that about. It. It's tool. like in um, China, or they always compare the U.S. budget with China or Russia. And you go, well, you know, the U.S. spends so much more money than either of these countries. Well, every dollar we spend is probably equivalent to 10 cents that they spend So because they don't have, yes. you know, they don't have the the markup on everything. And if yeah. they do, they if they if in China, at least, if they do have the markup, the uh, people doing the markup have a tendency to um, disappear.
1: Yeah.
0: You don't want to mark up too much with the government there. <laughs> yeah. to take advantage no. of it. You know, they'll they'll try you and and harvest your organs within a week. Yeah,
1: and the Russians now they're not. The Russians don't seem to have a very advanced military. Have you followed that at all? I have don't
0: military. I don't equipment. understand. They have hypersonic missiles, and we don't have hypersonic missiles. So how is that? Uh... We have them. They just don't work very well. <laughs> just don't work. They just or exist. <laughs> so I, what's the measure of? We're just We're saying we have them and we don't. Yeah, what's the measure of, of <laughs> technology, the ability to, I mean, they don't have the yeah. technology to do what? Yeah, I don't know. They're,
1: I don't. Well, they have nuclear weapons, and that's all you really need. Yeah, <laughs> I've i I've, uh, I've stopped. They don't need anything. They got submarines. And I always hear these stories about how they don't have care. You know, they don't really believe in carriers that much. You know, it's because they've got their submarines, and they're all old, and. I don't know. I don't know what to believe. I know you don't even believe the war is going. Is the war going on? Is you? I don't know. Still I'm going? not. I'm not following it. The, so, you...
0: the Soviet Union just launched a massive, brand new nuclear sub. Um, oh first, yeah, they like yeah. their submarines. Um, carrier groups, aircraft carriers, are probably obsolete at this point. With the yeah, new, they are new missile systems and. They will, it's like the battleships before World War Two. The battleships were the way to go. And now um, it's like, then it was carriers. Japanese saw that carriers were important and battleships were useless. And uh, carriers, we're saying carriers are, are the way to go, but the new missile systems like China has and even Russia, it's like carriers, it, a carriers, the sitting duck, it's gone.
1: Dude, you could launch a cruise missile from Half quarter of the way across, I don't know, a long way, yeah, towards one of our carriers and take it out. We yeah. there was no way we we're gonna stop it. I don't think.
0: No, you and know? if and if you drop a cigarette on these carriers, they'll burn down too. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. So it's... yeah, they're full of aviation fuel. <laughs> Do you know the I um? It was when JPA six or eight burns pretty good. It was interesting. This Ryan Graves, this pilot, he was talking about. I wasn't aware of how short a flight duration these jets have. They can only go up for like an hour
1: at Mach, but they can go at point six Mach. He said three hours. I think three hours. It's still not a long yeah, time. Yeah, he for... did say at point six Mach. I was just thinking about the you world. Dogfighting world... is an hour. If you're I mean dogfighting, you get an hour. <laughs> you that's have an it. Hour, and that's when that's you're it. out of gas. You gotta, you gotta go.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> on. <God. laughs> Yeah, I was just thinking about the old World War Two planes that would go up and be there for for days. So yeah, They're piston planes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So yeah, he um yeah the admiral left. Said uh, not interested. That bothers me. We're not interested in pursuing this. Um,
1: well, as the story went on. With Rogan, I mean, he observed, he went to the East Coast, and he made a comment, I was talking to Corey about that this week, that, and he says, I, they appeared exactly with the sphere and the box mm-hmm. um, on the East Coast, Pensacola, I think, or somewhere down there. Jacksonville, off the coast of Jacksonville. Yeah. Jacksonville. And... um he says, "I don't." They appeared there, and he goes, "I don't know if they followed us or we brought them." And I thought that was a very interesting statement.
0: Or we brought oh, we them. brought them.
1: Yeah. So, I I mean, I don't know if he misspoke. Generally, fighter pilots don't really they really have their act together. Hey, or we brought them, and I that struck me as really odd. Why would he say that? We brought them. So.
0: Well, it's like the Poltergeist thing from Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, that. I mean, that's probably what he's
1: talking about more than we. We don't have this technology. It's clear we don't. If you ask your guy, we don't have the money for that anyway. But um, (laughs) my guy, you know, your guy. (laughs) I don't know. So I don't know. It's it's one of those things where you know it's. Uh, he's now part of the, you know, Ryan is now, Ryan Graves is now part of the UAP, ta- the task force. I don't know what, do you know what it's called? It's the, but. No, I don't. His main concern is, it, is it, it's it's air collisions. I mean, this keeps coming up that it's an air collision threat more than we're wondering what they are. You know, um, Rogan's asking him what he thinks, you know, he's not going to you know speculate on what they are i mean he's curious i mean are they they're only 15 feet i think is what they said wide yeah i got 13 13, 14 feet is what the estimate was so i mean that's if it's got something in it um you know it's i sent you something last night i don't know if i was half asleep and the thing popped up and i watched it but they were talking about biomechanic. They did um, actually did autopsies on these aliens, and they were biomechanical. They weren't actually totally... You know, they were like you had talked about before, where they're just maybe... They're clones, or they're manufactured, or they're... And this thing I was watching last night, it's like they cut into them, and they're actually... They have no personality. They're just automatons. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I'm... Um... I mean when we talk about I, Betty I'm, and Barney
1: Hill and, you know, those things where you know, I don't know, are we that kind of blows my, you know, identified flying object, you know, extra tempestrial theory well, out mean, of the water.
0: Well, <laughs> well we I don't, sent those back. I'm thinking a highly advanced civilization is that we're you're basically gonna be fully integrated with your technology. Yeah. So you may not have the the ability to speak anymore like we do yeah. because you just communicate with the implants like the Borg or whatever yeah. mechanism is developed. And then the other thing that I I I mean the if if they're here and they can't communicate vocally and they're using whatever systems that they're using how there's no way for them to communicate with us. And what if they don't have uh, written language anymore or they have something that's, you know, a computer language or some sort of, um, what if it's all whatever? I don't know what it is. I'm speculating, but their communication yeah. and their ability to store and retrieve data may be completely inaccessible to us in any way. So they may not even have the ability or the concept of how to communicate with us. I still like my <laughs> idea that the aliens are here trying to, to, uh, find out how things work at the basic level because it's been so long since they've learned anything that they just, yeah. they don't know basic stuff like basic electronics or mathematics or mechanics well, or it, anything like that. So
1: what is a curiosity at that point? It would be. Yeah, it could be. Or is it a, or is it us coming back from or wondering?
0: Or it could be, it's just uh the earth is just a way station. Yeah. It's a good place. You you have your bases underneath the ocean or underneath uh, Lake Michigan, and um, yeah, when you it's a, place, yeah. Yeah, it's a place, yeah, it's place to uh, hold up, refuel, vacation, and then move <laughs> on to your next uh, destination or whatever. Or they're yeah. just it's just an ongoing probe of some sort, you know, like uh, the, Voyager. Yeah, the Betty
1: and Barney Hill story. They brought. Um this came up in the IFO book, the Dr. Michael P. Masters book, stating that these things come from the future. But he talked about when Betty and Barney Hill, Betty Hill was describing these creatures would speak. And one of them had, you know, spoke regular English. Another one had broken English. Hmm. And that, you know, she thought that, you know, and he's speculating that in his theory, where these, which I subscribe to, is that you know they came from the future, and that you know they have some of them master our the language. Like you said, they may not even speak, and it's a it's a it's something you have to learn if you come back here to study us. Yeah. So some of them learn well. Some of them are broken English and i found that statement fascinating that he brought that out i mean he's trying to justify his theory
0: but we and, have um, but we have um, translation programs that can almost do real time translation now sure. so if they're advanced yeah but they're why don't you well, just they're use, trying to
1: talk to yeah i mean
0: just use your iphone Their their futuristic iphone yeah, their to talk with you your iphone you know to to
1: talk to you but they're us you know, so I don't know. Yeah, yes, that could be something oh, yeah. that they absolutely could adopt. But I mean, maybe it's some one of those things where they're doing a scientific study and they, one of the things is you learn how to speak old, you know, old language and use it while you're here because you're doing these, you're working with these specimens and you're doing whatever it is they say they're doing to to us. I don't know. It's hard to say. Did you ever see Millennium with um oh god, who was that guy? Um they came back and they they would get bo- they would come back from the future. The futures were all, futures all jacked up so they needed the DNA or the 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 bo- the people to reproduce or something and they would come back and they would come on these airplanes.
0: Oh yeah, and so just
1: before the airplane would crash, yeah, it, was it's, Mal- it's, I think it was called it's, Malika. Chris Christopherson. So
0: it's, it's based on a uh, John Varley story. It's a. I'm going to watch that
1: movie again. That's a badass movie. So and then they accidentally left one of their things on the plane, and then Christopherson found it, and then they had to send some woman from the future back. And I don't want to give away, but I'm sure the whole planet's...
0: <laughs> anyway. so it's an old movie.
1: It's old, but it's a uh-huh. 70s movie. It's a really good science fiction movie. It's different, you know, but there, anyway, to our what we're talking about is that are, maybe they need something. Um, maybe they need something from our era back in the future to, because there's some sort of problem that they're having to collect people and cal- when they're talking about have these cow mutilations, I'm not sold on. But, um, you know, I don't know. And I saw something about crops. I bumped into something on crop circles. Have you... Looked? I don't want to get too far off what we're talking about with graves, but those are kind of fascinating, those stories. I mean, do you think those are man-made? I mean, it's like...
0: Well, they they had a couple guys come out that said they were making most of them in the UK. Really? Yeah. God, they're so I...
1: pretty... I don't know. They're Because of what they are, it just seems like I don't know. It seems like a... I don't
0: know. I, don't know. I mean, it's... Um, there's so much... There, there's so much smoke and mirrors with the UFO stuff. Uh, Millennium was a novel by John Barley. I read this a long time ago. came out in 1983. Um, temporal paradox. Cast, catastrophic breakdown of the fabric of time. Great deal of effort in those destined to die in various disasters. It was a, the book was cool. I, I barely remember the movie. Drafts of the screenplay over 10 years, half a dozen directors until it finally filmed in 1989. 13% rating on review aggregator Rotten Tomatoes. So everyone hates it except for you. I thought the book was pretty good. Although I barely remember it. So, but yeah, the, um, the whole point of you bringing up that, that, um, movie was, are you frozen? Uh Oh, frozen in time. I'm going to have to pause and see what's going on. All right. Let's do a pause. Okay. Yeah, we're back. My internet froze. Right. My internet froze for some inexplicable <laughs> reason, so we're back. Well, so anyway, Millennium. Not to get too far off, it was a good movie. Yeah, it um, has. Um, it's it's. Uh, I like the book. I barely remember it. I'm not a big John Varley uh, fan, and the movie was okay. So it doesn't yeah. have a big big rating on on Rotten Tomatoes, but I don't know what the fans are. The critics give it a thirteen percent, but we'll see. Yeah. It's uh, it was a
1: good premise. I liked it. it it's it, one of those it, things where if you watch it today, you're like, eh, "It wasn't that good." You know, you know how you really enjoyed something when you were younger, and then you watch it again, and went, "Oh, that didn't hold up."
0: Yeah, some movies do, some don't. I mean, it's disappointing when they don't hold up. I like Dirty Harry, or every time it's good. That's held up. I don't know about
1: the later ones, though. I need to go through them and watch. No, those. I've watched all of them. They're all pretty good. They're but... because it's Clint. Yeah, but the person first first, is 90s. How much longer are we going to get out of Clint? That's going to be a sad day. Not much longer. You know, it's so, a story about him and all of his He's got kids from like three. Man, he's had a lot of affairs. I, You know, we always suspected, you know, Sandra Locke, you know, there was always those stories and they were all true.
0: Well, she was. Yeah, he, he was married. He married Lock. her, right? He was married.
1: Married her. I don't know. I don't um, care. Um, I I had that whole article we sent. We were looking at that one time of of all the women that he's been through. Yeah. And why not? You know, it's like it's Clint. You know, even the women won't. Can you imagine? You're you're your girl, female, and they fall for him. You know, because he's Clint. You know, and he's got a ton of money. So yeah, and he didn't care about, you know, alimony. I guess
0: (laughs) I'm (laughs) sure he cared. Robin support. What did Robin Williams say about? Uh, he said something about uh, divorce is where they rip your heart out through your wallet. <laughs> That's pretty. It was good. It was very, yeah, yeah,
1: could happen like that, definitely. Yep. So, so uh, with this uh, Ryan Graves thing, anyway. So they spun off into this conjecture about. That was kind of my last note on it. Is they, you know, about what. These things can be. That's why we were just talking about the future and, yeah. you know, like yeah. biome biomechanical. And, you know, there's what's the ultra tempestral or ultra. Have you ever looked into that? I think it's something like mm, no. there's a new one. Yeah, there's a new one we're going to have to talk to. Yeah, I
0: don't know. Talk about
1: is. like they were here. They've been, they're from the past. This is as opposed to oh. the future now. They're from the past and they're here amongst us. I don't know if they're underground or they're amongst us or they're under the under the water, and they say that these that might there's some theory as to these might be another option as to you know what it is is that is going on, you know. Okay. So i I so... think it's still a concern about the nuclear issues that we're having. I mean, Putin certainly like we were talking a little bit about before we fell out, is that Putin certainly is making noise about doing that. But, you know, the U.S. has been talking somebody from the U.S., uh, the Security Council or something has been talking to his people, and I don't know what they're talking about, but probably the fact that they're pissed off because we're shoveling a lot of, you know, weapons in there and like we're not doing anything.
0: I don't know. They're, um, if it's really happening. Is it know. really happening, Bill? I don't know. Is that the, even happening? I don't know. The uh, um, Congress is getting ready to send him another $50 billion to the Ukraine. Which is going to go into his offshore account. Which yeah, whatever. It's, it's. <laughs> I mean, we don't have any say in this stuff, and I don't know what's going on, so it doesn't matter. It's just you just get on with your stuff and hope for the best... I don't think there's going to be any sort of nuclear exchange because the consequences are just too severe. And everybody's just, I think they're, they're pretty disappointed. Stupid. It's not going to happen. I don't care. I mean, if it happens, I think it's, it's a good thing. Basically, it's just get it over with. Just do it. We've been hearing our whole life. We've been told our whole life that um, the world is ending in the next 10 years. We've been hearing that our whole lives. And it hasn't yep. ended, so it's like quit talking and make it happen. So quit. <laughs> so either shut up or uh, shut up and start working on the future, or um, you know, destroy it all. Yeah, I don't know. There, it's just the. Uh, it's just crazy. Yeah, the always the um, narrative. Yeah, there's stupid, stupid stuff. Uh, so this guy is uh, Graves. Is a he keeps talking about the. Um, safety commercial safety which is yeah. important and then they um i think there have been supposed incidents of ufos hitting aircraft there's people speculated about a bunch of different crashes that happened because of that and uh, rogan asked that question any plane crashes due to ufo historical this guy didn't know anything i've seen some stuff where they sp- there's been some speculation on that um engrave said you got to work on the classification system because it is possible, and we've been saying this, you've been saying this, that it's possible to strip out the classification information from the yeah. videos. And yeah. it's just, just they just need to do that.
1: That's what they did with the TikTok, with the gimbal videos and stuff. They stripped out the, if there's a banner, yeah. I guess there's like a yeah. band
0: across the bottom. He says there's another with all the technical info. Yeah, stuff.
1: and yeah. I say we don't need to know, we don't care. I don't care how they did it, I just want to see the video. And, and it's, I don't know, the government doesn't seem to want to get, it's like, well, then when he, I, what I got out of the Admiral thing, I know you were saying that's it's because he doesn't want to be involved. I got out of it that he's, he knows all about it.
0: You know, yeah, we know this is happening. I don't, I don't get that. We it's, can't do anything about it. Once you rise to the rank of, of Admiral, you're a political, you're a politician. Yeah. And to get to that rank, you have to be a politician. So I'm sure the Admiral, it's not that. Hang on, I gotta cough. I'm sure it's not that they're this is what the underlings we always do. We look at our leadership when we think they know more than they do, than we than, you know, whatever. But if you're at that political level, you're just gonna look at it and you're gonna, I'm not jeopardizing my career for this shit. That's what that's what the admiral was doing. He's just he's going, Nope. He's just walking away and said, No, I don't want anything to do with this. Um you start that's that's a can of worms and he wants to be on the joint chiefs or some other higher position from what he's got and that's not going to happen if he starts doing anything with that crap
1: i still say he knows about it oh he's not going to say he knows about it in front of all these they don't know witnesses. anything about it they don't they don't know squad I think it's higher than him
0: there is nobody higher nobody knows anything. they just ignored it they
1: just nobody knows anything about they it they ignored just ignored it flying around and they just can't figure it out. Eight years. You know, what is going to happen though is either we're able to suddenly see them with this new flare or radar or whatever and it's the same thing's going to happen as what happened in forty seven at Aztec is that we accidentally shot down several of these things because we had a new radar, remember.
0: Yeah, I well, the, the gonna, radar was supposedly gonna, overpowering the the UFOs and or causing them to misnavigate or something like that. So they I, overcame that, and don't you think the UFOs now
1: will say, "Oh shit, they can see us, so we better make an adjustment so they can't see us anymore." Yeah,
0: yeah, that will happen. You,
1: you know, we'll so now we're it. back in the dark.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> until we make the next thing.
0: But they, um, the Navy, has ignored this for eight years, and it's because the higher ups are all political they're politicians and yeah, nobody's going to touch. With that. Nobody's going to touch the stuff. So they just, it's just like, like that Admiral, he's just going to look at it. He's going to not say anything. He's going to walk away. It's like the, uh, the guard in uh, Hogan's heroes, Schultz. I see I, nothing. I, I see nothing. Nothing. think he's just going to walk away. I don't want to be involved. I don't want to, you know, not going to do anything to jeopardize my career. Uh, So there'll be no investigation, unless the only way there'd be an investigation is if a fighter jet had run into one of these things, and then they're just going to say it was a bird. That's
1: what Graves is concerned about. He says, you know, something can happen, and then people are going to die because we're we're not doing anything. And uh, he found himself on this... I, I don't know if he ever mentioned the name of the organization that he was involved with when he went in front of... I don't know if he went in front of the security, he went in front of a bunch of suits and uniforms and we're talking about this situation. So he's in, with some organization now that's, I don't want to say organization. It's, I think it's government related because he, they ended up having him throw on his uniform. Remember when he told us, which was a funny story about, you got to wear your uniform. He says, I'd already sent my uniform. Oh yeah. And home. he had to, he had to, <laughs> put had the to pe- call my, <laughs> put one together, piece one together. Yeah, and then he was missing a ribbon from one of his units, and then one of the off admiral, not the admiral, captain or someone said, "Did something bad happen? How come you don't have a ribbon for that unit?" And he's like, "Told the story. It's like I could, there, I got as much stuff together as I could for this meeting, and well, I couldn't get that. So yeah. It was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, you know, And humanize the thing. Yeah. So, so I don't know what he's going to be able to do." If anything, or if it's going to be another just shell,
0: like, like a it, shell company. Yeah, uh, it's <laughs> just can't do anything. It's uh air safety is what his, his big deal is. Yeah, yeah I,
1: well, that's what he's hanging his hat on, and yeah. it's not. But I mean, are we like you said, are they calling it a bird strike? And because we've those, there's jets have been going down, one just went down this week, I think, a, uh, F 35 the f-35 went down those and if you look there's a, about eight of those have gone down or so i was looking at the safety record wow we've lost and it wasn't just us because we're selling them around mm-hmm. you know other to other countries and they're they're going down i don't know what they never tell us what happened you know it's kind of like i'm not a fan of the black hockey either i know these aren't ufo things but the Blackhawk has this terrible safety record. And every time you see something on you know, Black Blackhawk, it's like, oh, God, another Blackhawk oh, crashed. the helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. That's one. That, but I don't think that's UFOs. I think they're just pieces of shit. But we use them a lot. Eventually, you're going to, if you use enough of them, things are going to happen. Different people work on them. And our, some are good and some aren't so good. And yeah, things it's a, it's, can happen.
0: The Blackhawk's an old helicopter now. It's pretty Yeah, it is so... now.
1: I've never been a fan, though. Yeah.
0: Never been a fan of those. They weren't
1: I they didn't they weren't in service when we were in, or at least when I was in.
0: We were in No, at I think they were they came in up the little Hueys, little, I little... rode in some Hueys. Yeah. Did you ride in some Hueys? Yeah, I have. Yeah. They uh they came in a little the they were a little later than that. Um I mean we were the newest thing I can remember is the Abrams uh fighting vehicle. Yeah. light armored vehicle. And I was out in an area where they were testing Testing, um, field testing them. So they were yeah. running them all over the place at maximum speed and trying to break them. So, so you had to be careful because you might get run down by a Abrams <laughs> coming through. Did you guys have the Gamma Goat? Did you, when they had them, did you see
1: the Gamma Goats? You ever no. see those things? They no. were like a Jeep that was articulating in the middle. Oh, I've seen we those. those but at no, you didn't the have those. Fort Irwin, we had a lot. Of, I never rode in one, but I think, I thought it was the. <laughs> I thought it was the Marines that had those. I mean, it wasn't we us. We didn't. It was, we didn't. They had. It wasn't um, you
0: guys. We had old stuff. I mean, we we had old things. I mean, yeah, I, it was. Bizarre. We didn't. That was pre Humvee. Oh yeah, yeah. So. So what's next? Anything
1: else on Grays? the next thing. Yeah, our favorite. Our our favorite. Um, well, I want to talk about the Extra Tempestral book. Oh, yeah, yeah. Date, uh, real quick, because I, yeah. I led off with that, and then yeah. it, I let it die. But, you know, what what he's going through in the beginning is he talks about everything that we've already talked about, Heineck and everything else. And then right now he's talking about linguistics and what his, you know, what his perception is of that, you know, he's believes this, that these things are coming, not these things, these are us. And he talks about the differences between language because, you know, as we evolved, you know, of course, we couldn't, if we went back in time and we tried to even talk, you know, even if you and I talked to someone in the colonial ages and we spoke to them, we can understand them, of course, but the way they talked is different. Yeah. So, and if you go back further and further, you know, and you start talking about our, our ancient ancestors, Neanderthals and things, there was no speech, I'm assuming um the neanderthals are the, they they could speak they thought they could speak. yeah could they speak yeah but it would be you know you, you the difference about how we speak and what we how we describe things would be different i'm assuming you know we didn't are the way we talk and the way we describe things and he talks about as i discussed in the beginning what is time where we're at right now in the book is how where is time what does time mean because you know how we can we go back in time and you know the the theory is that we can we can go back in time but they you he's talking about there's a there's a it is more difficult to go forward in time and he had, he talks about some technical terms of the reasoning because that is but you know it's 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 still a fascinating book you know although it's a little like i said it's dry mm-hmm. but he's um you know, he writes well and it's, um, but he's, you know, we're, we're just trudging our way through each process as to, we're not going to solve anything reading the book, but it's, it's, it's an interesting concept, definitely. But I thought I'd give you a little update of where he's at with that. It's, you know, well, a lot of it to begin with is what we already know. Yeah. Or what we already talk about, you know, as what, what UFOs are or what we think they are and what, Heineck and what his role was and the different organizations you know and then Project Blue Book and you know what do you think about Men in Black that seems to be a dying concept you know like we don't think that was a a thing as as it's described you know in many movies and things you know
0: well I mean I don't know I mean they had some unusual things and I have I've read half of a book on men in black when we were going to talk about it at one point and there was uh some incidents i tried
1: reading that thing it was pretty horrible
0: well uh, if something else this one i was Is there reading, something better i don't know i was reading um,
1: <laughs> that wasn't the one the
0: truth behind the men one. in black i mean i got it all marked up and stuff about halfway they had some really interesting cases with unusual agents interviewing people f- that had uh, UFO encounters in England. And were be- they England? Were these Men in Black in England, or were they? Are our- they were in England, and they um, the. But people- were they American Men in Black, or were they? I like don't. English I men think they black. were English Men in Black. Their own were, Men in Black, I guess. And they were. Um, yeah. They considered them to be a little different and unusual. At least one of them. They considered them like some sort of foreigner or something, and had. St- uh, talked odd and that might actually tie in with your uh extra tempestrial yeah. thing what if this guy was an extra tempestrial that was interviewing people that had, had a, experiences uh, yeah that's an interesting concept so definitely but yeah i don't know what's going on with the men in black it um was a thing and uh was with, uh, a lot of people were saying it was CIA, uh, Heineck, I can't remember who else was, Heineck was, somebody was writing or doing inquiries to the CIA or the, was like the CIA office in Chicago, and the Chicago office of the CIA had sent people out to interview uh, people that had seen UFOs in the 50s. And that caused um, a bit of a stir because um, you know, they were saying the men in black, I think that's one of the original stories for the men in black was the CIA guys that were interviewing people. And then people were saying that they were being threatened to not talk about it. Yeah. And, and I don't well, know. They,
1: the threat is you're not American. The thread was, they. it evolved into some horrific thing, but it, was really like, you know, you're not being American. You know, I think you talked about it. You're not, uh, you know, you're not American. You're not supporting America. If you, you know, continue to talk about this thing,
0: you know, I don't know if it's <laughs> I'm going to pull your fingernails out. Though. Oh, we do that now. I mean, you talk, you say something against... Some I'd be crazy.
1: rattled if somebody from the government came to my door and told me to stop talking about stuff, even today, even though I'd probably talk about it. Well,
0: how do you know they're from the, really from the government? I don't know where they're from. Yeah, my neighbor. You, you don't <laughs> know. You don't know <laughs> who they my are. My neighbor.
1: What do you think about that weird video I sent you of that those trucks running through my neighbor at three o'clock in the morning with all
0: that noise? What, what was all that noise? Why were they making? I don't something? know
1: what that was. Why? I sent it to. For everybody, I it's too, eventually we'll be able to put these things on and let you experience them. But they, I have ring cameras, and I have two ring cameras. I have three ring cameras in front of my house, and um, only one of them picked it up. The doorbell cam. It's too bad because the one I have in my driveway is a real. It's a newer one, and it, the resolution is very good. The doorbell cam is the worst one. The doorbell cam and the other one, are the or worst or older, they don't have the technology. And the if they would have showed the one on my um, driveway cam, that thing would have gotten. I could have read probably if there was writing on the trucks. But I thought they were escort. They they were escort. They I thought they were escort vehicles. You know what I mean? Were they were they vacuum vacuuming the road? they sound like they, vacuum. Well, I cleaners. thought they were escort vehicles for something bigger that they were bringing up into the, you know, because everything's a conspiracy with me. I, I couldn't so something t- bigger up into the, you know, in the court. I couldn't but tell, but I, they were
0: they were vac. Were they vacuum trucks? Yeah, I don't ha- know
1: if they were, va- <laughs> but they were just pickups. You know what I mean? And so I froze one of the images, and you could see like a vent on the side of the thing or some kind of. Hmm. They, I don't know if they, but it, really, are they authorized to do this kind of crap at three in the morning? I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, was, we have noise did you, ordinances. Did, did it wake you up? Be. Yeah, I was in the, I fell asleep in the game room. Okay. I woke up, I heard all this noise, and I got up, and I'm just in time to see these two trucks, and I didn't see, I, like I said, I thought they were escorting a larger vehicle. So I looked on the ring camera and all it caught was the doorbell cam, which caught like one of the, the last truck through. And then I stood there and waited because I thought whatever was going on. And all I saw a couple of minutes later, the two pickups just jammed down the street with their lights on with no noise. They were quiet huh. and they were, and they jammed down the streets and the cameras didn't pick up any of that. It was bizarre. I don't know what it was. I don't know. what. They, so I sent it to, we have next door Carmichael nest store. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I sent it there because people comment on things, and nobody said anything about it. Nobody else saw so there, them, or nobody anything. else experienced it. Huh. Maybe said, "Did you, did you dream it?" And I said, uh, "No, it's on the camera." <laughs> but I don't know. I, I just assumed they were those escort vehicles. But anyway,
0: I, I, I my impression was that they were just vacuuming the street. Yeah, I think the street probably, cleaners or the, something. I thought
1: it was streets. I thought it was a street sweep, but it's a weird thing. Two pickups.
0: Uh, well, I've seen the, I've seen pickups yeah, that have, have vacuums. Yeah, they have, they do, it, what they do is, parking, like parking lots. lots. Yeah, yeah I've seen that.
1: you are on this public street. That would be kind of a small. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. I wish, I should have walked out there. I figured they'd, yeah. whatever they were doing, flag them down. up there. Flag them down. Jump in the middle of the street. What are you doing? I didn't dare ask anybody else. I would have thought I was crazy. So the next thing is our favorite subject, but not the show. We're going to talk about Skinwalker at the Pentagon today. From the basement, and what's the guy's name? Uh, Who's the basement guy? I don't know. Crazy dude that
0: we like now. I like this guy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Green something from the New York Post. Oh, yeah. Yes, green something. It's by their notes. So, but he's from the basement. It the basement the, office at the New York the basement Post. Basement office. It's really good, really good little news things about unusual stuff. This is part two. We discussed part one last week, where we just talked about the Skinwalker.
1: Or So we didn't talk about Skinwalker. It was the Elizondo thing, wasn't it? Was
0: that we was it talked Elizondo? about. Um...
1: I'm open up our episode and see what I it was we discussed because there's so much.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know where we are.
1: Um, Anyway, um, so anyway, this is part two. So we're at Skinwalker, the Pentagon. How this ties in. It was interest This is very interesting about how this ties in with Bigelow and everything. And oh, Bill yeah.
0: Read Yeah. Yeah. And, Reed.
1: And the fact that. Basically, they it spun, I mean, they talked about how we know Sherman. They didn't talk about, I guess, Sherman was the longest Skinwalker owner. And then he's, they saw
0: nothing. You know, then it was sold off. Well, Sherman... And then, you know... So, I've been... The stuff I've read about Sherman is the... Um, uh, this guy talks about Sherman had... From what I've been seeing, and I was looking at the chapter in um, the Utah UFO display, and Sherman seems to be the primary witness for all this stuff that happened at the ranch. And everything that he experienced, his wife saw a little bit of the stuff, but he's like the primary guy.
1: (laughs) I thought, was he the longest owner?
0: The longest owner was the myers who bought okay, it? They Myers didn't see anything, or that they they didn't see anything. Anymore. They had the they owned it from 1933. The the land was seized from the Indians in 1932 from the reservation, and sold to the Myers. And uh, then the law was changed so you couldn't take the uh, Indian reservation land anymore. So Sherman bought it. How long did he have it? Two
1: years. So he realized it was junk. He made up a bunch of stories.
0: About um, what he saw. I don't know, but he he uh, the Deseret News, which is like a big newspaper in Utah, was writing articles about what his experiences. Yeah, and he's a, uh, he's a story. But he is he's the he apparently is the major thing. One of the things that came out in the interview that he was by the guy in the Utah UFO display, Frank Salisbury. He was saying that um, the story about the dog. That grabbed the the cow, the calf through the fence and they shot it and shot yeah, a chunk off. off it and ran off and it just didn't even react when they shot it. Sherman told this guy that it was the story was greatly exaggerated. And Sherman talked to this guy a lot, but he wouldn't, he stayed away from specifics. It was sort of a weird. Uh, I don't know, he talked to this guy, but then he I don't know, wouldn't go into details. They don't explain it very well. But all the stories about the unusual experiences and things at the ranch came from uh, Sherman. And apparently the no digging on the property has nothing to do with um, the Myers, which the previous owners. It has to do with um, oil rights. So when the Myers family the brother sold brother and sister sold the um ranch they retained the oil rights on the land so the no digging on the ranch has nothing to do with uh, or maybe even the mineral rights they probably retain the mineral rights so the no digging on the ranch has nothing to do with um i don't know spooky stuff it has (laughs) to do with mineral rights and what else? Yeah. Had, oh, and then they were saying that they all the, the locks and stuff on the house, the double locks and all the doors and the chains for the big dogs to guard the house on the inside when the Myers were living there. That's apparently... Sherman said that wasn't true. He says the only locks yeah. on the place were on the cupboards in the kitchen. And uh, they didn't have... Uh, and the Myers had a three-legged dog, so they did not have big massive guard dogs to keep uh keep whatever at bay it's whatever uh,
1: his leg yeah where's the dog's leg. did a big dog get his leg? uh
0: it got injured it just lost a leg so they had the when mrs Myers was living there she had a three-legged dog
1: so as it moves on so he made up this this is my theory that he made up he didn't he to off the land and he made up a bunch of stories that's what i think and then, well, the, but you, what, who caught the eye of the, the articles you're talking about in the newspaper is that the ASAP I, guy caught caught the guy of the ASAP.
0: Well, it went into the uh, Deseret News and that caught the eye of um, Lukatsky. Yes. And who then the he As- contacted. Who happened to be
1: the ASAP original director, right?
0: Yeah. And then they got Reed involved, and they got then they got Bigelow involved, and uh, Bigelow apparently bought the land, bought the ranch cheap too. He didn't. Yeah. Uh, he got a good price on it. The um, I think my speculation is that Sherman was getting a lot of his cap cattle sort of um, killed through an you know mysterious. Things yeah. were happening as cattle, which I think was he his,
1: end, like you say, was probably the, the Native pi- Americans,
0: the neighbors who were, you know, hate the Upset the cow about them, the Indians yeah. that hate the cowboys, and they're just messing with them. So they were, he was losing too many cattle to, um, to stay in business, and so he needed to get out. And so, this was, uh, <clears throat> this worked to get him out of it. Bigelow bought the ranch. I don't think the guy that uh, which is guy made a lot of any money other than getting his money out of it and then they asked him to uh, come back and take care of things so the guy's there and he's still saying i'm seeing stuff but nins when nins came in they didn't have any people at the ranch so this guy would go oh yeah i saw a uh, orb and then a day later
1: real quick you got to go back to look and how they had they put bid out to for anybody honeywell or anybody to come in and do this investigation on under the guise of you not ufo i don't know what the premise was but bigelow picked it up it was a 22 million dollar contract well what they probably was the
0: only one what they probably did was the bid went out and only went out for like a week yeah and bigelow already knew it was coming because he was
1: pals with reed
0: yeah so if the the notice went out for a week, might have gone out less than a week, and so or could have even been out for a day. And so the the solicitations, you can only submit solicitation while it's open. So they opened it, yeah, closed it, and Bigelow was the only su- person to submit for it and he got the grant. So they,
1: they And Bigelow and then he while he got it, they were supposed, you know, Bigelow hardly went there. Mm-hmm. But he put people there, and he got twenty-two million. But he, he put didn't like even a group have
0: of people. Apparently, they didn't even have people there. They had Sherman, from what I'm reading in this uh, this other book. They had Sherman at the ranch who would come in from his other ranch and take care of stuff. And they finally, they also brought in security guards, so they had like three security guards on the ranch. Who uh, there's another article which I hadn't gotten to yet, and these guys were always being asked by um, Bigelow for reports. And so their paychecks were dependent on positive reports Reports of something something happening.
1: And bonuses if they could prove
0: it. Yeah. So they, um, it's like Sherman would report something and then the next day or a few hours later, 12 hours later or six hours later, they'd fly up in, in Bigelow's jet and run to the ranch to go look at something. They didn't have people there permanently they had some guards and eventually that was just down to one guy one guard and uh sherman going there and taking care of the the ranch and sherman to go oh yeah i saw something and they tell him it'd show up and then they wouldn't see anything
1: the dino beaver so
0: well,
1: they yeah. weren't actual well he, what they're saying though in this show is that they had in people there that were
0: scientists they didn't they didn't he live said, there. They'd come up for like two days and they'd you know, leave. And then they had who cameras. Who were the drunk
1: guys that made up stories? Yeah. And were they, they had, the security people?
0: Yeah. And they'd have cameras there that the wires got mysteriously ripped out. and mm. you know, well, But the other camera they... didn't see anything.
1: Yeah, and then they had no paranormal things, and the dino beaver that came loping up to them slowly, but nobody had a camera.
0: Well, they had cameras; they just didn't take any. We were so startled, they never took any pictures. They had cameras we and so all this startled stuff. Startled by
1: the dino beaver, that they couldn't get a shot of it.
0: And this other article that I started reading that was interviewing the um, security guys. One of the security guys was saying that uh, the film camera wouldn't see anything, but the digital camera would. And he's going, "It's dust." He says it was dust on the the yeah. sensor of the digital camera. It wasn't on film. So they, there was a lot of, um, from what I'm seeing from the interview of the Shermans and the neighbors in this other book, when Bigelow was monitoring the land, the ranch, and doing stuff, they were pretty half-assed about it. Right. I mean, they would come in and they would go, "Oh, we saw something," and then they would send someone up a day later. To go, "Oh, we don't see anything." So they did yeah. not have, and having, they had guards there who were supposed to report on unusual phenomenon, and then they, uh, but they didn't have permanent scientific staff monitoring the, the place, except for the cameras that came up, and then the cameras, you know, they got ripped out, the wires got ripped out mysteriously.
1: Then they would send specimens to University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Uh, with you know, they would send specimens of things, and they would be end up being muddy water and burnt wood. Yeah, and, it was nothing. You know, wood with hydraulic fluid on it. Whoever was sending these things in were just random, whatever. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah, there was the there whole, was nothing the, there. You know, the whole thing is just you know unbelievably it, stupid. And, the, and uh, I'm just going on record of saying this freaking show is stupid. I don't. The uh, you know, I'm gonna watch it.
0: Oh, yeah, so the, the new show. But the um, the primary witness for 90% of the stuff that happened on the ranch was Sherman. And, yeah. And I don't know. So you got one person, and then they're speculating. Oh, well, maybe he's sensitive. And in this book that I was just looking at, they're saying, well, he's sensitive to the thing, and the entity, the space alien entities are just focusing on him. Right. Like, okay. All right, that's... He's full of crap. This whole thing is nonsense.
1: Um, Google or whatever is dumb um, for... He's smart. He's not dumb. He's making a show and he's making money. I mean, he's oh, not... the guy, yeah. The guy that... that but, the... you know, I, I'm i here to tell you, they have to stop the madness. This can't go like Oak Island where they're going to last years and years and years. Stop. I'm going on record and I'm saying, they're, stop the madness. It's,
0: there's nothing. They're making money. So as long as the show makes money and they can sell it, uh, they will continue to do it it's like Oak island i'm gonna name this episode skinwalker ranch stop the madness because it's good like a to... good title <laughs> hey we're we're at an hour so let's wrap it up you got all right all right Thanks
1: for listening to the latest episode of the alien probe podcast we welcome comments questions or requests to alien probe podcast at gmail.com visit us on space face facebook 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 probe not and our website, alienprobe.net, Twitter, and Instagram at Alien Probe Pod. Check out Alien Probe Podcast on YouTube at Alien Probe Podcast. Like and subscribe. Thanks a lot. We've got a couple comments. We'll go over those next week. Um, thanks to our producer, uh, Saigon Robert Anthony. He sent me a video earlier of him eating raw shrimp. I'll have to let you check it out, Bill. Okay. And uh, thanks again, Dr. Bill, for joining us. All right. Watch the skies.
0: Hey, watch the skies, everybody. See you next week. And catch us on MySpace. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. (laughs) That's the only thing (laughs) left.